0: and a good afternoon welcome to saskatchewan agriculture today coming up stats canada's latest production estimate is much higher than the july farm survey but first the farm weather the official 620 ckrm farm weather is brought to you by raymore yorkton and Watrous, new holland working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans and brought to you by shepherd realty in regina specializing in farm and ranch real estate in saskatchewan call harry shepherd at 352 1866 The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, a high of 13, the low plus 2 with a risk of frost tonight. Thursday, increasing cloudiness, 40% chance of showers late in the morning and in the afternoon, the high 8 for Thursday, the low minus 1. Friday, increasing cloudiness, the high 12, the low plus 2. Saturday, rain with a high of 7, the low plus 1. Sunday, flurries or rain showers, the high 9. Evening showers, again Sunday, and a low 4. Monday, cloudy, the high 9, the low plus 2. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near 11. The normal high is 17, the normal low is plus 3. The sun rose at 6.40 this morning. It sets at 7.04 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, by the way, is Watrous this hour. It's at 13. South end, up north, is at 0.00. Estevan is 7, Saskatoon 12, Swift Current 10, Weyburn 9, Yorkton 11. In Regina, sunny and at 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 11, humidity 47%. Barometer is dropping 102.5. Sunny and Moose Jaw 11, Winds are from the east, southeast at 11. Once again, Regina, sunny and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. AgriNews is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at McDougallAuction.com and South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag, and lawn and garden products. Statistics Canada' latest model crop yields are higher than a farmer survey conducted in July. Stats Can says overall crop conditions have improved despite earlier dry weather. PI Financial Commodities broker Ken Ball in Winnipeg is somewhat surprised by the wide changes between the July Farmer Survey and today's
1: report. The numbers themselves aren't necessarily surprising, but again, because there's still so much crop out in the field, we don't really have a good handle on on final yield uh, yield numbers yet for, for many of the crops, especially canola. But uh, you know, we're just not too sure how to take this model yet. It's going to take a number of years before I think market participants get... Uh, maybe get more confident in its ability to forecast.
0: The July survey has a history of being a low estimate, and Ball wants to see the final December survey. In July, farmers anticipated wheat production of 29 million tonnes. Today's report has wheat at 31 million tonnes. In the July survey, farmers said they expected canola production of 19.2 million tonnes this year. Today's model pegs canola production at 21 million tonnes.
1: That's still a really, really up in the air because you know it looked like we were headed for a very early harvest this year with the very warm summer we had, but the the very foul weather out west has certainly pushed the harvest far, far back, further back than we expected. Had we had a a, a good August uh, weather, you know, moderate temperatures, reasonable amounts of rain, my guess is the canola crop would have been far bigger than the 19.2 July survey again because that July survey just has a history especially in canola of being far too low but again because we didn't have a good August of weather in many parts of the country anyway uh, we just are uncertain about how much bigger to expect the canola crop to be uh, 2021 I think is feasible but there's just a lot of uncertainty about that
0: Ball doesn't anticipate much of a market reaction to the latest stats can report
1: Canolas kind of didn't seem to show any immediate reaction uh, again, nobody's quite sure how serious to take this thing, and it might take five or ten years of of working with this model survey before people, you know, get get accustomed to it and 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 want to trust it uh, as as providing a you know a good picture of the crop size. But there doesn't seem to have been a market reaction. Although, the fact that the survey did come in that high might take away a little bit of the nervousness out there about whether the crop you know is going to be big enough to match demand this year.
0: November soybean futures plunged to a 10-year low yesterday. Ball says a combination of factors have led to the freefall in soybean prices.
1: The supply of soybeans, uh, you know, is large in the U.S. They're projecting just huge ending stocks, and that's partly because of the trade issues. Although, really, the U.S.D.'s projections for exports are only down very slightly from last year. Um, But uh, I don't think we would have got this low this fast if it wasn't for the trade issues Soybean oil has been making new lows here recently, and the Canadian dollar has been going up, so that's putting a lot of pressure on canola. Canola is extremely high-priced relative to the U.S. markets, and I mean extremely. Last time beans were in the 8 to 8.20 range, canola was trading at 3.70, and bean oil at that time was actually 2 cents higher than it is now, not lower. So you know, canola is very high-priced, and the big question is, does it deserve to be that high-priced? Uh, there is a lot of nervousness about the size of the canola crop. This model report today maybe just takes a little bit of edge off that nervousness, but we'll we'll have to wait and see if it uh, it does put any pressure on the canola price.
0: Commodities broker Ken Ball with PI Financial in Winnipeg. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by diggleman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association is urging hunters to ask permission before entering private farmland for hunting. This hunting season, the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, Rick Tony of Gull Lake, says fall is a busy time and farmers may be harvesting or rounding up livestock. He says hunters should seek permission from landowners for safety reasons.
2: Well... It even says on your license that you should ask permission to, before you go on somebody's land. And we're looking at this, that the permission should always be asked. We're stewards of this land and we've got to take care of it for to keep it sustainable, to pr- protect the land in a biosecure manner. We have noxious weeds and basic species that can be brought on. We have disease that can be brought on, like uh, if you take a look at if you're a canola grower, club root, and you pick up club root on your tire on somebody's land and you drive on to another guy's land and you drop it off there, you've just spread club root around. There's animal diseases that could be spread from one place to another. They're not as prevalent as they are in other places, but that risk is out there noxious weeds and invasive species. We have leafy spurge that's taking over large tracts of land in Saskatchewan and and is a a real big concern. And if we want to keep our land land sustainable and keep our our native grasses in place for future generations and for years and years to come, we've got to be very conscious of this and, and keep our land. An oil company, if they want to come onto my land and and drill an oil well, they would have to wash their rig and make sure that it was perfectly clean before they come on my land. So why would a hunter be of any difference? Like we got to protect our land and, and protect it for all our future generations. And and so that that's one of the reasons if we had some uh, species at risk on our land, it's important for us to let hunters know where they are and what it's all about so that we, we protect those species at risk. So that, that's another thing. Another thing why they should ask permission is hunter safety. If I've given permission for somebody to be on my land, and let's say it's a treed area, they could be shooting at something, and there's other hunters there. They need to be aware of if there's other hunters there, and and keep it in a hunting in a in a safe form. So it hits a lot of issues. Why we want them to be asking permission, and and it's for the betterment of everything for everybody, you know. And besides that, it's a courteous thing to do because we own the land. Why would you be going on somebody's land without permission?
0: On a very similar topic, the province has announced a review of trespass laws and looking at possibly making where it's required that you have permission. Your thoughts on that review?
2: I think it's fantastic. That review should be there, and uh, it should be a requirement that you have have to ask permission before you go on somebody's land. To me, that's only common sense, and and because people are always worried about food safety and, and, and things like this, and everybody wants to know where they're food's coming from and that we are proper stewards of the land well we can't be proper stewards of the land if we can't control access on our land and so if the public wants us to do these things we need the tools to do it and it only makes sense i shouldn't come walking into your house or onto your property without permission or or whatnot and you shouldn't come onto our land and and it it gets back to that biosecurity it's good for everybody if if we do this and it's protecting this land for the future generations
0: on another topic rick the federal government has released the designated drought area do you think it needs extension
2: yes i do when you have straight lines in these rms and whatnot like that droughts don't follow straight lines we've heard of situations where somebody's just over into an one rm Next to where where it ends, and and the, the drought circled in. It, it hit a spot in that RM and a spot here. The SCA's position is that the whole uh, province should be blanketed, and it should be producer initiated because you never know where it is, and and it's a spot here and a spot there, and and you're allowing just like somebody was telling me in Alberta, the, the municipality of Calgary is in the drought area. What do we need Calgary in the drought area for? Like, there's nothing in Calgary, you know, like so. They're definitely not doing it in a, in a proper fashion. We'd like to see the whole province blanketed and then let the producers initiate it that need it And because it doesn't follow these straight lines and, and you'll have a guy over here. And you're always missing somebody and you're catching somebody that doesn't need it, missing somebody here. Using these RMs as designated areas, we're happy that what they've done, but it's not just the best way to do it in, in our thinking.
0: Rick Tony of Gull Lake is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola declined $1.10 at ten dollars four forty six sixty two. Oats went up $5.03 at one seventy two thirty eight. Number 1 red spring wheat fell $0.01 at two thirty five eleven. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, $219.64. Feed Barley 18763. Flax $479. Yellow peas two twenty-one fifty-four. Feed wheat one ninety-six ninety-nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up six and three quarter cents at $587 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574.
3: Good afternoon. This is Clayton Horlick here with Heartland Livestock Services, Yorkton, with our market report for the week of September the 19th. 1,900 head in the pre-sort and 300 cows and bulls on offer here today. The market seems really steady and strong on yearling and calves, with the cows and bulls steady to maybe showing a little bit of pressure. Today's price is D1, D2 cows 72 to 80, D3 cows 65 to 71. The bulls are bringing 95 to 112. Highlights of the pre-sort so far: we had 492-pound black steers bring 245 and a quarter. Some nice 560 pound tan steers bring 246.75. 628 pound black steers bring 223. And a nice big draft of 707 pound tan steers bring 221.75. Of course, the heifers, there's always that gap as as usual, but uh, looks really good. The calf prices are strong. Yearlings fully steady to strong. Also, want to remind folks this Friday at uh, 5 o'clock, we are having our Barlin Colt and Production Horse Sale. Um, As well, at 3 o'clock, we're having our original horse sale with the Barlin, uh, Colt and Pony sale uh, at 5 o'clock. So our sales are booking up here at Yorkton. It's Clayton Harlick reporting. Have yourselves a great afternoon.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 123 to 132 per CKG. Today, sales are expected to be around 5,700 head, selling a range of 128 to 135 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up before contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up 16 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2992. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.01 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets moved sharply higher in yesterday's trade, adding another $2 to U.S. 100 rate to the $15 108 gains already seen over the last two weeks. U.S. hog slaughter is being constrained by plant closures in North Carolina due to Hurricane Florence. More than 200,000 hogs have been delayed in their slaughter over the last week because of the storm, but Smithfield's Tar Heel plant is expected to reopen today. December lean hog futures gained about $2.00 yes, a hundredweight in yesterday's trade, taking prices to their highest level since mid-June. Support from the cash market is a primary factor contributing to the recovery of nearby futures.
0: That's Saskatchewan Agriculture today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, the outlook today is partly cloudy with a high of 13, the low plus 2 with a risk of frost. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, 40% chance of showers late in the morning and the afternoon. The high, 8, the low, minus 1. In Regina, sunny and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.